fuck is up, goons? We're going at it. What it's episode like fifty four or some shit? I don't even know anymore. I'm your 58. host. Fifty eight. Holy shit, we really are doing it. We're doing it big, real big. Uh, I'm your host, Chris from Booker, and you already heard him. You heard my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? I'm doing pretty good, Chris. Feeling pretty stalwart. You do, you're feeling stalwart? Feeling super stalwart. You're being, you actually acted Ooh. very stalwart earlier today. You talked me down. I was in a bad mood. You got me You got me feeling good, Mike. Yeah, you know, I did what a producer's supposed to do. I was all stressed out. Every now and then, I stopped looking at my phone. Every now and then, and you realize that I am spazzing out. I was having a bad day, Mike. You know, you just you ever just have one of those days where people won't leave you alone for like a minute, and you can't fucking think straight. Like one of those days where you don't want to wake up, and everybody sucks. And yeah, one of the it's just it's just one of, it's just one of the that's how I feel, dude. We really need to go to one of those rooms where you can break stuff because that was my oh. business idea, and I never did it, and I feel like an idiot. I reached out to them about doing a segment uh, uh-huh. for HSR. Uh, they're not interested. So we're going to have to pay if we go. Uh, I think that's a good outing for this show. I think me and you, it's a two-man team, and we just go, uh, you know, uh, and we'll, bre- we'll break some stuff, and we'll play that song, and that'll just be fun. That'll be a fun day for the two of us. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of things that, that people who pass on segment ideas, mm-hmm. got a bone to pick. You got to play the drop. Ah, fuck. I shouldn't have said those words. All right, I got a, I got a nope, problem nope. with... Do you have the drop no, for the segment? No. I didn't save that. I thought this was a one-off. I, I, You need to really be building a pallet, Mike. You I need have to be... a pallet that gets deleted every week. I have why, does it get dele- why does it get deleted? I don't know, because I every other pallet gets deleted except for the one that says just one drop. And that's the one that... Just add drops to that folder. Yeah, it gets deleted. Anytime I add anything else other than just that one drop. How? I don't know. You've been doing this for so long. I don't know, dude. Well, you need to... It's a bug in the system. Anyway, I have an issue with the good people at New York Comic Con. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got our press passes uh, denied this year. We got fucking rejected. They're too good for us? Yeah. The owner of CosplayEscorts.com wasn't good enough for you? I would have paid for a booth for my business, CosplayEscorts.com. That's a little more than a domain name that I bought, and now I just pay for every year. You're still paying for that? I think so. I almost sold it. Some guy offered me some money and I tried to play hardball and then he just and then the pandemic happened and he just never replied to my emails anymore. Well, I mean, he was going to pay me like $350 for it and I should have just taken it. Yeah, I mean, you you had it was it was active for less than a year at that point. Yeah. You you it would have been a one-time fee whatever you paid on GoDaddy. Even if it was three-time fee, it still I still would have made a couple hundred bucks. It was very dumb of me, Mike. I'm not going to say it wasn't. Um, I didn't get back to him quick enough, and he must have just figured out a different domain name. So you weren't playing a hardball. You were just being lazy. I was mostly just being lazy. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I wasn't responding. He was, it was like, no, but it was, it was very clear that the world was about to shut down. Um, so I was getting my ducks in a row, and this guy was just emailing me on my junk email account, like, I want to buy cosplayescorts.com. Yeah, but how is your, <laughs> how are your ducks being in a row not including? Making that quick money? Yeah. I just needed to make sure there was like you know, food in my house and like my bills were paid and I was going to be able to continue to pay my bills. Uh, I needed to order a webcam to record podcasts from home, and various other things. Um, I needed to make sure my brother had supplies. You know, those are those are some ducks, sure. Yeah, but you know, you could knock out a couple other ducks. I know. I should have just. I should have just been like, yeah, sure, give me that money. Real. I should have been like, yeah, I'll take it. I was trying to play a little. I was like trying to negotiate, trying to get him up to like five hundred. So I felt like that was like a sweet little price, and he just wasn't having it. And then I reached out to him like three times. Like, come on, dude, I'll give this to you for like eighty bucks, dude. Come on, <laughs> take it, please, please. Just 
ownCosplayEscorts.com. <laughs> Make me no longer this guy. So yeah, fuck New York Comic Con. Dude, how... how? First of all, our business has not changed. Why, why would the criteria be different? Like, you know what I mean? They not really, only that, our business has grown. Yeah, like, so it's like you haven't met... First of all, when did we apply? Because I... I applied everyone. Oh, okay. So you applied this year. Yeah. So we applied for 2019. Mm-hmm. We got accepted. We went okay. to the Comic-Con. I remember. All right. I applied for... We, we got accepted to 2020, and then it got canceled. I don't think we did. I no, think... no, no. You know what it was? We got accepted to 2018, and we went. Uh-huh. 2019, I didn't put the stuff in on time. 2020, they didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Because of the... But party. we applied for 2020, I believe. Uh, it was virtual, though. So it was oh, like, okay. you know, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's the only way to go to all the panels if they're virtual. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't follow up. Um, but the uh, yeah, this year was the first time I've applied in the right amount of time since the first year that we went, and I just think they weren't happy with the content that we got them. I don't know that they know about it. Did you send it to them? Yeah, they sent them examples of our work. So you sent them that video? The video of me asking people where the orgy at Comic-Con is? No, I sent the one of the Bandai Namco. Oh, of us playing video games? Yeah. I don't think that was that good. You could I have mean, sent them. You, there's something else you could have sent them of our work. What about all the David Price stuff? No, I, I, they wanted stuff we did at the con. Oh, they were like, what did you do here last time? So I wasn't going to send them cosplay escorts. Hmm. Maybe you should have sent, you you sent them my great interview with uh, Neil Adams, which is available on the High Society Radio YouTube page. You know what? That's a good call. I, I, I tell him that more than two shakes is a jerk. It's my favorite thing ever. He was hammered drunk. Maybe that's the thing they were most pissed at. That you just got a drunk Neil Adams on camera? He was so fucking drunk. Do you remember how drunk he was? Uh, I mean, yeah, he was like kind of... Slurring. Well, to be fair, he might not have been drunk. He was at like the end of a long day at signing. Dude, I... I no, feel like he just he, got punchy. Dude, I'm just... I'm not even trying to not burn this bridge. It's Neil Adams was hammered drunk. <laughs> like, it was... Like I saw Michael Madsen at Comic Con like five years ago, and he was drunk, and Neil Adams was as drunk as Michael Madsen be getting, is what I'm saying at Comic Con. You get Michael Madsen drunk, dude. Michael Madsen's got demons. Yeah, and species. True. Um, but yeah, Neil Adams, he just he shitted on my comic book and said that uh, the artist needs to draw from reference and draw from photographs. He's a bad artist, and then he goes, "What does this say? Shake dick." Shake dick? And I said, uh, yeah, you know, more than two shakes is a jerk. And he goes, yeah, it's true. And they turned this down. Yeah, they turned this quality comic book-related content down. Scumbags. Pieces of human shit. We had a fun year that year we went. That was great. Remember when we had that girl with, oh, fuck, how much fun was it when we went to the Game of Thrones whiskey thing? Mm -hmm. It was off-premise. Yeah, when you were talking to Dean. Yeah, that chick that was named Dean, right? (laughs) And we were just, they were like, you can't, you have to drink response. Remember that girl was like. It was Grant. Grant. It was a female named Grant. It was something like, yeah. It was a, it was a chick with, she was kind of cute, but then we just kept slamming shots in her face. <laughs> 
that we weren't supposed to be drinking because you're only supposed to get like a couple of drinks. And I was just just pounding shots in this one. And she's like, you have to drink responsibly. It has to be responsible. I was like, yeah, it's responsible. And I was just pounding shots in that lady's face. We did get a bunch of her on camera uh, begging you to stop drinking so heavily. Dude, I was just <laughs> gunning shots. <laughs> me, you, and Brian were fucking, well, me and Brian were really drunk. She, she asked me specifically, she's like, please do not have my face in this. Yeah, but we still have that footage. We should just put it out now since we don't have press passes. Oh, no, yet. we did. Oh, we did put her face in it. Yeah, we did. Maybe that's why we didn't get the press passes, Mike. You think You think the fucking the, the chick with the dude's name at the fucking Game of Thrones exhibit has that much sway? It no. was, a, it was, a, it was a, a pop-up outside of the festival. It wasn't even part of the real festival. Mm, that's true. Well, I think that's because they can't give away booze at Comic-Con. Pussies. Because- I'm glad we're not Actually, calling. they must be able to because they can give away booze at the Javits Center because I, I used to go to you the... You were drinking beers there. Well, no, I bought beers there. But I used to go to this thing called The Bar Show. Do you know what The Bar Show is, Mike? Mm-mm. Oh, The Bar Show is glorious. That's where you go and you just make up a bar you work at and then they give you a pass and you buy a ticket. But you just... you got The key is the bar show is over three nights, right? This is a tip for anybody in New York who's a degenerate alcoholic. So what it is, it's all these new liquor brands trying to get you to fucking stock their shit in your bar. It's a trade show. But there's also, like, free arcade games there because it's arcade vendors that want you to, like, there's, like, a mechanical bull you can ride. There's various snacks around. And the real key is you go on the last day, you get drunk as fuck, and then you just start stealing, Mike. You can just steal? Dude, I stole so much shit. Me and Stanley went there once, and we walked out. It, we must have looked like Marge Simpson in the fucking candy convention episode of The Simpsons. We stole so much shit. It was cr- like, I'm talking about, I'm drinking vodka that I've never heard of that's premium. Like, we stole. Oh, like, fucking, like, Wodka, like a year before it was on billboards? Dude, forget even that. Like, shit I never even heard of anymore. Like, effing vodka, like that Swedish shit before it came out. Like, all this shit. I'm talking about, I must have. I had booze for the whole summer the first year we went. I grabbed a 12-pack from one of these booths, and it was like they were like, it was like, it was the people that sell, you know those things that come over to your table, and it's just a big, long thing, and it's got like a tab on it, and you can like fill your pints up? Okay. They just had 12-packs of PBR, and I was just like, well, we need beers, and I just grabbed one from behind their curtain, and I was walking away, and it was like, basically what it is, at the end of the day, the sales reps don't want to carry any of the shit back to their cars. So there's like it's just free product. Right. They're all paid for the weekend. They don't work for these companies. Right. So I'm walking away with this 12-pack that I jacked from this dude. And he goes, hey, that 12-pack? And I turn around and he goes, it's for you, my man. And I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that rules. Yeah. So Damn. the bar show. If you I have, hope your fake bar gave him some good business. My fake bar totally bought a bunch of those stupid things for all the fucking dumb sluts that come to my fake bar. Sick. In my mind, a bunch of dumb whores love those things in my fake bar. We fill them up. With, we just fill them up with vodka, Red Bulls. We don't even bother with the beers. Hell yeah, get them all fucked up. Uh, but yeah, that's a tip for anybody listening to the show. Uh, go to the bar show at the Jacob Javits Center if you are. I I say you shouldn't go there past the age of twenty two because it's just sad. But if you're twenty one or twenty two or eighteen, which is the first year I went there with a fake ID, and then you got to remember because people will call you Mike because it says that. On your chest. See, now, for you, Mike, you would probably have a different name. Like, your name would be Chris or something, because you'd have a guy named Chris's fake ID. So, you know what? Uh, There was a rumor going around my high school Mm -hmm. uh, that if you had someone else's name on your fake ID, then that was a stolen identity. 
right? Versus like, yo, if you were just like... Had- I just had a guy named Mike Lepowski's actual ID, and we kind of looked alike. So they were saying, like, they, my friends, right, convinced me that I would be considered a terrorist because 9-11 had just happened. So they were like, yeah, with the new security thing, if you got somebody else's ID, you could, like, you'd be a terrorist. Your friends suck, dude. Yeah. So anyway, the point I'm making is my fake ID, for the very brief time I had it, said Mike Harrington on it. Dude, we ain't trying to lie about that. Dude, I had so many fake IDs that were random. I had a I had this kid, Sal, gave me his brother's ID. And he was like, yeah, me and my brother don't look alike. And he it was just like a fat guy with green eyes and blonde hair. And I was like, I'll use this until somebody takes it from me. <laughs> and I did. I used it for like two months. And then somebody took it from me. And I was like, whatever. Anthony Amalfitano. That was the guy's name. There you go. I remember that I had that guy Mike's ID. who said Mike Lepowski on it, right? And I was down in um, Virginia Beach, and I was trying to get in this place, and they were like, what did they say? They go, this isn't you. I was like, that's me. And they go, what's all the information? And they ask me the information. I give them all the information. And then they go, they try to trick you. They go, what's your sign? And I go, without skipping a beat, Mike, now we're in Virginia, you know, I'm going to say 2002. And I just go, astrology's fucking gay, dude. And the guy goes, all right. <laughs> but he puts the ID down. He goes, sign your name. But he put the ID down right in front of me so I could see the signature. So I just signed it, copied it, and he goes, hands me the ID back. He's like, I'm very sorry, Mr. Lepowski. You have a good night. That rules. Yeah. One time, we used to chalk IDs. Did you used to do that in high school? Yeah, I tried doing that one time very drunk in England. Didn't uh, go well. So we used to chalk IDs, and it would kind of work, but I didn't have any ID on me, and my buddy, I was under 21, and my buddy, who was like 19 or something, he had his fake ID, but he, I had, I had lost a bunch of weight. I was like down to 180, and I take his ID, and he's like a chubby kid, and I go to buy liquor somewhere in the Upper East Side, and they go, this isn't you, it's a, like a young girl, and I just go, th-, she goes, this isn't you, and I go, I used to have a weight problem, Okay. And she was like, oh, my God. I'm so, she got so upset. She was like, I'm so, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. Here's, here's your underage booze, sir. That rules. Yeah, because you, you could tell she also, or maybe she had a fat sister who was really self-conscious or something. And I was like, yeah, I really fucking gaslit you, you stupid fucking liquor slut. And that's what I said in my mind. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's run this back. How'd we get here? Oh, we were talking about you had a bone to pick with me. Oh, no, I had a bone to pick with the uh, Comic-Con. Oh, fuck yeah, those guys. Fuck those not guys. Letting us in. Yeah, why would they not want us at Comic-Con? I don't know. Look at all the fun we're having doing stuff. We do a lot of fun stuff. It's crazy. It's their loss. Yeah. Fuck them. Moving on. Oh, wait, quick, quick plug. Catalyst Wrestling is back in Jersey City this Friday. Uh, go to their Instagram page. You can get tickets. Uh, if you buy a ticket to the show, you get a QR code, and you can buy the iPay-Per-View on Fight TV for free. For free, Mike. But come out. I'm going to be there. Zach Amigo's going to be there. Homicide will be there. Kobe Carino will be there. Stars from AEW like KC Navarro and Steve Gipke will be there. It's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really glad to have fans back in the building for Catalyst Wrestling. Come out. Jersey City this Friday night. Fucking do it. Moving on. Fentanyl, Mike. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. We were at the we were at Brooklyn Comedy Club, and we were talking about uh, some people died of fentanyl overdose. Some comedians, and everybody's now everybody we know is scared of fentanyl. To which I say, just get your fentanyl tolerance up. Just start doing fentanyl. 
right? Because you said there was this meme, right, where it shows the amount of fentanyl that could fuck you up. Okay, so this is a potentially lethal dose of fentanyl, and this is a penny. Okay, so it's just a couple of granules. And I I mean, it kind of makes sense when you really think about it, though, right? Because think about a Xanax, right? If you throw a Xanax on a scale... It's, it weighs like half a gram, which is 500 milligrams, right? Okay. But there's only two milligrams of alaprazolam in there, which is the active ingredient in Xanax. Mm. So really, they're ripping us off. The fucking... Giving us 48 milligrams of filler? Yeah, I don't want... Yeah, what the fuck are we doing? 498 milligrams yeah, of filler? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is I don't oh, want all that filler. Shit, son. Yo, they're cutting their shit more than a fucking uh, busboy in Cancun. You know what I mean? That ain't right. Yeah, it's fucked up. The fucking pharmaceutical industry can go fuck itself. And now all these fucking good, hardworking cartel men are giving us pure uncut fentanyl. I mean, sure, they're marketing it as cocaine, but whatever, Mike. Whatever. So, uh, I think that could... Look it up. Let's look into it. Is that a lethal dose of fentanyl? It makes sense to me because think about it, like those patches didn't have much in them. And it could fuck you up. Yeah, if you swallow one, it could kill you. And now there's, supposedly there's a new, more powerful form of fentanyl. Delta variant fentanyl, I think it's called. Yeah? Yeah. No, there is, like, so there was fentanyl classic, which I think was about that much that could kill you. And now there's a new fentanyl that's even less. Did I ever tell you the story about the kid who used to walk around with powdered alaprazolam? No, what? This kid I knew used to buy powdered alaprazolam, just the, just the Xanax in, in a bag, and he would walk around with it, and... Sometimes he'd be doing coke And he would forget which bag was which And I remember he would just do like a bump And he'd be like oh fuck that's the Xanax And I was like how many fucking sticks did you just do He's like I don't know like four like, You just snorted four, the equivalent of four Xanax sticks And he's like yeah dude whatever And then you have to do all the coke to fucking boost it back up He used to just lick a toothpick Dip it in like fun dip And then put it under his tongue That sounds lovely actually Yeah and it would fuck him up um, And he, I, he was like yeah that's like a stick And I was like I don't trust this Fun dip situation here Why? that you got going. Because I, I like a just give me a pill from a pharmacy. That's that's kind of what I want if I'm gonna take that kind of drug. But I think we all, in order to survive in the future, because eventually they're gonna start leasing Wendy's Frosties with fentanyl. Everything's got fentanyl in it. So we're gonna have to start getting our fentanyl tolerances up. So we're all gonna have to just buy fentanyl and just start doing a little bit of fentanyl every day. Okay, but here's the thing, right? If just put it on your eggs. No. No. What do you mean? Okay, because here's the problem, right? Three uh, micrograms mm-hmm. of fucking whatever that is. Milligrams. Whatever. Micrograms is a smaller one. Yeah, sure. No, milligram uh, dose of fentanyl. Three milligram dose okay. is lethal versus 30 milligrams of heroin. Okay. Right? So that's like that's like the lethal dosage. So what I'm saying is what we really need is something to have like 498 milligrams of filler mm-hmm. with the two milligrams of fentanyl that mm-hmm. ain't going to kill you just to get your tolerance up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you're saying like that Xanax with the alaprazolam, they should just start selling that shit with the filler mm-hmm. to be like, yo, get used to this. This is what life is now. Just fentanyl time. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, like, administer it in a fucking safe way. You don't know how much to put on your eggs, do you? I mean, less than three micrograms. Milligrams. But, uh, like, you got a milligram shifter, I, sifter I, I like have, that? I have a scoop that does milligrams. They say that most powders, it's a little blue scoop. It's tiny, and that's a milligram. 
Nah, because look at how tiny this is, B. Oh, man, that's only a little bit. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of adorable, though. Crumbs. It's kind of adorable. Most of it's stuck to the side of the bottle. Oh, it's so cute. I know. Look at a little I can't be. I can't stay mad at you, fentanyl. Look at you, little fentanyl little yeah, guy Look at there. you. Look at you, little fentanyl. That heroin is just like, eh, I guess you got to do all this. By the way, pull that back up. That seems like not enough heroin to be a lethal dose of heroin. If it's pure? I guess if it's pure. But I can I mean, see I can see why they're putting fentanyl in the heroin. They got beakers with the little fucking you know? Yeah. They got label makers. This is a lab, clearly. There's a ruler involved. Yeah, but it's not a sliding ruler, right? Isn't for some reason you need a slide. I never understood that. Apparently you need a slide rule for uh science, and I don't know why. Take your word for it. What does a slide rule do? I don't know. You're a producer. Fine. I'm just saying, I don't understand what that's for. I know what a micrometer is for. Okay, but, what does the slide rule do? It's simplest form. The slide rule adds and subtracts lengths in order to calculate a total distance. But slide rules can also handle multiplication and division, find square roots, and other sophisticated calculations. I feel like you would need that in a fentanyl lab. Because, I mean, you're going to be so fucked up, you're not going to be able to... Square roots? I can't figure out square roots when I'm on fentanyl. Yeah, but I bet it's hard to... Not even when I'm on heroin. Apparently, it's way weaker than fentanyl. Yeah, but you need a ruler. I'm sure there's an app that can figure out square roots now. Probably. Calculator app. Without a ruler? That's not how's it going to even... How's, it, how's my phone going to figure out a square root of something without a ruler? It's fucking crazy. No, but I'm saying you just probably point your phone at some shit. Like what the ruler does to figure out square foot, you can just be like, bong, point a camera at it, and the camera will be like, beep, boop, bop. We got rulers in here. Mm. So so I'm saying, I think a regular ruler... So what you're saying is science is stupid and we don't need it. I mean, science got us this phone that has all the apps on it. I'm saying... And now we got the phone. Get Kick rocks, dorks. That's what I'm thinking. Like, how much better is it going to get? We got iPhones. I mean, I can't really see a better invention. The fuck else you want? You want holograms that bad? Yeah, I mean... Netflix, yeah, I don't fucking need a hologram. Who needs a hologram? I mean, if you can give me a holodeck. Yeah, that'd be dope. You get blown by a hologram and it feels good. But I don't think that's coming. I don't think they're anywhere near that. I think that's the thing, is these fucking nerds uh, fucking interject themselves in our lives telling us how much fentanyl we can do when we want to fucking do fentanyl. Because they're just like, yeah, dude, if you just keep us around being fucking dickheads, uh, eventually you'll get flying cars. Where the fuck are the flying cars, nerds? Yeah, I figured we'd have them by now. Where's the teleporter? That's what I want. Teleporter. I'm not trying to fucking walk around like a dick. Yeah. Automated flying cars. That sounds pretty good, too. I mean, we already got drones. Just put a fucking chair in that shit, bro. What are you doing, scientists? What are you doing? Fuck. And you know who made those fe- that fentanyl? Probably a scientist. Yeah, probably some sick, sick scientists in the Sackler lab. Have you heard the... Uh, no, but have you heard the... Um, there's a conspiracy theory that the Chinese are just giving free fentanyl to the Mexican cartels in order to destroy the country. Uh, that's the first I'm hearing of this, but... Okay. I mean, I read it on, like, I think Reddit. Could have been 4chan. Maybe Could have been Discord. Stormfront. Could have been Discord. I don't go to Stormfront. I don't have a Tor browser on my computer anymore. Um, But I would. Just because... Honestly, I would do if if you didn't need a tour browser, I would do a weekly segment on this show where we just pull up the headlines from Stormfront and call them do you, stupid and do you lame. You need a tour browser to get it on Stormfront? 
Or is it Daily Stormer? One of them. Go to stormfront.com. Let's see what's on there right now. Hmm. I bet it's something about fentanyl and how great it is. I mean, they don't play games. I'm just saying, he's like, yeah, that, I think you made a good point. They need to start selling like a fentanyl, like, an, like, a, like a graduating butt plug, but for fentanyl pills so that we can all get our fentanyl tolerance up so we can just do cocaine again. It seems crazy to stop doing cocaine now. It's probably an ecstasy too. I don't want to not do ecstasy or ketamine. You think it's an ecstasy? I think it's in everything. Man, I really like ecstasy. They're saying that it's in fuck. They're finding weed laced with fucking fentanyl. Why? I don't know. It makes no sense. <sighs> the weird weird thing is when cocaine has it in it. It does the opposite thing. I I mean, my main thing is it just makes you feel more fucked up and you're drunk anyway, and it just makes you addicted to cocaine way faster than you would normally get addicted to cocaine. That's why it's in there, in my opinion. That must be why they're doing it. Otherwise, why would you do that? Because I'm sure fentanyl makes you addicted as, like, maybe it's not quite as fast as heroin. Because, you know, that's the thing. When dope heads stop doing Oxycontin and start doing heroin, the reason why it becomes so problematic is because heroin has a shorter half-life in your bloodstream. I'm sure fentanyl is even shorter than that. Could be. I mean, we're just making, we're just, we're just spitballing here. No, I mean, it was made to be that much more powerful than heroin. You have to imagine it's that much more addictive. See, I'm going to start... We got to start cutting coke. We, we should buy a bunch of coke and cut it with Narcan. So this way, if you're doing heroin, it's got too much fentanyl in it, you can just do some of this coke, and then you're awake. And you're Narcan'd. You think, you, you think... You think that's marketable? You think that's a good product? Kinda. Dude, we should... Uh, what's that weird tech festival that they have? CS whatever? Oh, TechCrunch? Yeah, TechCrunch's thing. is like, what is it called? CS something? I don't know. We'll go down there and we'll be like, yo, we put Narcan in the Coke. And they're going to be like, sir, that's not an app. <laughs> Fine. It's an app that Fine. puts Narcan in the Coke. Yeah, yeah. We Whatever. built a robot that puts Narcan in the Coke. Is that what you want? You want to fuck it? You need to bring a phone into this somehow? Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. Uh, did you find the thing that I asked you to find? Stormfront? Yes. Yeah, I don't know how to read it. That's what this looks like now? Didn't this used to be like a news thing? Maybe I was thinking of the Daily Stormer. White Pride Worldwide. Oh, okay. Oh, they got a radio station. With oh. Tom Something tells me that's an internet radio station. I don't think they have like shortwave. Oh, Dr. David Duke is going to pop on there. Oh, Which Dr. David at, Duke. Uh, 9 a.m. No relation, though. Dr. David Duke. No relation. The good doctor. I like how they started. He started. He. I, I never. First of all, look that up. He, Do, David Duke is the, 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 clan's guy, the clan guy is a doctor. Soon. That's like Jill Biden using her doctorate in education to go by doctor. Remember we talked about that a while back? I bet, what does he have a doctorate in? Being a dickhead? Yeah, uh, I'm checking right now. He was a member of the House of Representatives. It's phrenology. Education. He has a BA from Louisiana State. So no, I don't think he... Does he have an honorary doctor? So wait, David Duke is just calling himself a doctor now? I don't know. Like Bill Cosby? Well, Bill Cosby had an honorary doctorate. Yeah, that's why he called himself doctor. Mm. Okay, the official website of Dr. David Duke, Library of Congress. Yeah. Doesn't uh, say what he's a doctor uh, in. Former Louisiana Representative David Duke does not say what he's a doctor in. Let's see. He just added doctor because it's a pandemic, and he, fi- he figures it would help him get over. He's just selling books. Let me check here. He's just a fucking sh- huckster shithead like everybody else. All right, davidduke.com, about Dr. Duke. Let's see where he got his doctorate. 
Um, uh, not seeing anything here. There's, they don't even have a fucking bio on this guy in his own about section. It's crazy. They're like, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> you, do you hate other races? You're in the right place. DrDavidDuke.com. What's his, what, what's his domain name? DavidDuke.com. He's got, he got it. Yeah, dog. <sighs> so he's doing better than the White House. Why? Oh, yeah, because the White House had to do .gov. Yeah, well, yeah, they had to create a .gov because literally every, like, congress.com was also porn. Like, everything was porn. Was it really? Yeah, everything was porn. Medicare.com was porn. Hmm. Everything was porn. And then they were like, all right, well, .gov. Don't trust a website that's not .gov. Are you still just reading David Duke's website over there? I just want to know what he's a doctor in. He's probably fentanyl. Hmm. You think he's the one who invented it? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked, but I mean, it seems to have disproportionately affected the white community, so it would have backfired on them. Hmm. This fentanyl trick done boomeranged on you, Dr. Duke. Got his ass. Dr. Duke. Um, Just sounds like a horse surgeon. Dr. Duke. Yeah. 71. All right, we stop just reading... David, you just can't find what he's a doctor of, and it's bugging you, isn't it? Yep. It's bugging me, too. If anybody knows what David Duke is a doctor of, we would love to shit on it. Because I'm sure it's stupid. It's, he's not a doctor. I, I, I refuse to believe that the Klan guy is a fucking doctor. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are doctors in the fucking clan, but, like, if you're a fucking doctor, you gotta have more things to do than just be in the clan all the fucking time like he is. And wear those stupid glasses that he wears. Mm. He wears those stupid old man glasses, right? Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Is there anything? Read me something from his website. Uh, At school, Duke was known as a bookish loner and was taunted, he says, with chances, puke Duke. Uh, oh, wait, no, this is from the SPLC. I'm, I'm hoping they have a fucking answer for me because they did their homework on this guy. The Southern Poverty Law Center? Yeah. Yeah, they tell you who's bad. So wait, they... <laughs> that's what that's their job. They're like, this guy's bad. We got to give him a, a, a page. On our you called him Puke Duke? That's not even that bad. Yeah. Like, we used to say that dudes get duked in the butt. I mean, you know they must have called Hitler Shitler. Yeah, I mean, that definitely got kid. Him. Can't find the Klitler. Hmm. If he was chubby, they call him Titler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Batman Forever's Rittler. <laughs> Gayer than Bette Midler. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we would bully him into holocausting. Oh, for sure. Oh, what are you painting, Adolf? What is that, another fucking house? Oh, what's in the attic? I wonder. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, da, 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 da. Quentin says George Lincoln Rockwell, founder of the post war American Nazi Party, was the greatest American who ever lived. Um, yeah, I'm gonna figure this out, dude. No, we're not doing that for the rest of the show. You can come back to it with the next, with the next show. We've talked about David Duke enough. We talked about fentanyl, which we're pro fentanyl on this show. Get your fucking fentanyl weight up, and we're anti David Duke. He stinks. He's and also, again, bring to bring it back to an earlier theme from earlier episodes in the podcast. Gets too much credit for what he does. Adam Waffen, significantly more terrifying. Pull up a picture of Adam Waffen. 
terrifying. Absolutely. Oh, they have their own page on the S the Southern Poverty Law Center. That's I'm sure. another group. Yeah, but they're terrifying. Look at these guys. Do you know how much more now, badass sure. that guy is than David Yeah, Duke? I don't even know that guy's name. We've looked at his picture about 15 times. I'm too scared to look it up. Yeah, he but he looks like the fucking uh he, he got he's got Stacy Keach in American History X vibes, that's for say, sure. He looks like the bad guy. Like he definitely modeled himself after yeah. the bad guy from American History. Uh so fucking uh now pull up a picture of David Duke's fucking corny ass. We'll go back. We'll go back to this this bit where we say Nazis they get all the attention suck and be more scared of the ones you've never heard of. You the the amount of people that I bring it up to have they have you, people anytime somebody brings up the Proud Boys to me, look at this fucking loser. He looks like E. T. Fuck Donald Trump. Ugh. Yuck. Ugh. Oh, oh, dude. Here, this is his oh, best. Yeah. This is him in his prime. He's got a little Bundy vibe to him. Mm. Tover Grace actually... I didn't realize how much Tover Grace actually looked like him, though. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Solid. Oh, man. Because I only remember him from his presidential run. In the, oh, oh, those guys are scary, dude. They have guns. Dude, they have a whole fucking organization. They have a whole organizational arm called the Rape Brigade, if you remember. from There's a classic episode of this show, now uh, now classic, called A Man Called Rape, where we talk about a man called rape. Moving on. Mike, I need my Olympics music, please. Uh, you sure, Chris? I'm pretty sure it's time to, to chew it and do it. Mike, I need my Olympics music. All right. Mike. Yeah. Is the Olympics still going on? No, Chris. The Olympics is over. What? Football started. Football? Yeah, football started. That's how you know the Olympics is over. Football's not in the Olympics. That's what I'm saying. That's how you know the Olympics has to be over by now. Because football started. football started. So football kicked the Olympics off television. I mean, that's... Fucking bullies. The only answer I can think of. Those fucking bullies. I hope they got all their medals counted up before football came back to town. Because, yeah, football's just pushing over the medals. Yeah. Like, pick those up, dork. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking... They're using them to, like... They're giving them wedgies with the medals. Oh, with the medal? There's dental floss in them. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, football's back, which means the Olympics are over. I'm excited about that. I also think, right, it would be kind of cool, seeing as we have 7 billion people who listen every single week. Are you, are you about to ask somebody for free football tickets? No, 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 no. What I would like to do is pick an official NFL team of notes of a goon, mm-hmm. right? We will- the New York Hitmen. Uh, that was the old uh, XFL mm. team. Uh, they're now the New York Guardians, and that's not an NFL team. Mm. San Francisco Demons. This is, again, you're just going to give me XFL and arena teams. Mm. How about the... Uh, Quebec Nordiques. No, we're not doing CFL either, Chris. How about the Hard- Hartford Trashers? I just watched a documentary about that's that. That's hockey. I think they could play football. They seem pretty tough. Those guys could have been two sport athletes. Okay. There was a black guy on the hockey team that was fucking out of nowhere it was for me. Also, two thousand four, and he had one eye. No, that was a white guy that had one eye. Oh yeah, yeah. The black oh, yeah. guy had two eyes. Oh yeah, the black guy. You're was thinking like of from- Sammy Davis Jr. Also great at hockey. <laughs> People didn't really know that about Sammy a Davis Jew's Jr. Good at hockey? Yeah, exactly. No. Not not even basketball. 
he was actually the transition. Remember we were talking about how all those Jews were in the Hall of Fame early in basketball in like the 50s and shit? Nope. Uh, fucking Sammy Davis Jr. bridged the gap. He was the first black person in the NBA. He was actually a two-sport athlete and could sing. Pretty sick. Yeah. A lot he of people don't know that. Wasn't bad in the original Ocean's Eleven either. No, he was damn good. You ever watch that movie? That movie's that movie great. rules. Yeah. That movie's so much better. Than the fucking dude. I like how the way they get in the vault is they just roll the chip, the hundred dollar chip, past this fat security guard, and he's just like, Durr, and runs after it, and then they just get in the vault. That was, was like, pretty sick. Well, because you were really just all right. Everybody was just paying to see Ocean's Eleven to watch those guys interact. Yeah. Right. And then they had this convoluted thing. I was like, I just wanted to see Bernie Mac yell at Brad Pitt. Right. That's all I wanted. People just wanted to watch the Rat Pack on TV. So they're like, hey, we don't have to make this crazy. Just roll a thing. The fat guy's going to chase it. Just have fucking, dude. I mean, I just remember Dean Martin coming out of a fucking hotel room and some chick just walking by and him being like, yo, it's on, um, motherfucker. Yeah. And this chick was just all over him, ready to fuck on the hood of a car. I'm sure that actually happened. I mean, often. Yeah. Those guys were super famous. That's like a level of famous that didn't exist. Like the Beatles. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like. That level of famous, like, I guess it still kind of exists, but I don't fucking think it does on that level. You know what I mean? Like, the way that, like... No, The Rock's that famous. All right, yeah, sure. The Rock is that famous, but there's so many famous people that exist that I think it dilutes fame. You know what I mean? Or maybe we just live in New York, so you see famous people more. But there's, like, back then, there was, like, 70 famous people. You get what I mean? Like, there's like a hundred, there's five channels, there's like one movie that comes out a week, and there's like three, there's radio. You know what I mean? Those guys were in all of those things. It's true. Like, so it's like, that. it's them and like Babe Ruth are famous. Like, there's no, nobody was, was, there was two famous women at that time. Sammy Davis Jr. was the only famous black guy at that time. Damn, that's true. Think about how many famous black guys there are now. You can't throw a rock without hitting one. It's true. Um, so my plan, mm-hmm. right, with the seven billion people we have. Oh, we're gonna pick a football week, team. Let's pick an actual NFL team, mm-hmm. right? I'm thinking let's pick like a fucking real ragtag group, mm-hmm. right? Like a real fucking just man. These guys might not win a fucking game this year. Okay, right? Like and the I, bad news bears. Right, right. I so actually, the Chicago Bears. I don't mind that, actually. <laughs> Although I know that will affect one listener we have who's a diehard Packers fan. I mean, let's think of like, hmm. I'm thinking if we just pick a real bad team, mm-hmm. right? And every week on fucking game day, mm-hmm. we just, you know, you tweet out fucking let's go this team, hashtag goon squad, and then hashtag the team. Mm-hmm. I feel like the team would take notice. Mm-hmm. Has the, are the Browns any good? Yeah, the Browns are pretty good this year. That's shocking. Yeah. Hmm. Is Jim Brown the coach of the Browns? I don't think so. Hmm. That makes them less rootable. Hmm. Are the, the Giants are pretty terrible this year, right? Giants are pretty bad. Feels like a homer pick to choose a New York team. Hmm. I mean, like, the Texans have... Uh, this one's actually kind of funny. The Houston Texans. So they just have a chaplain running their team. That's the one. <laughs> they just hired some guy. I think I know about this. Stanley told me about this last year. Yeah. It was just some guy who was like doing sermons in the locker room. And slowly it. but surely, he worked his way up to being the general manager of the team. I'm into it. 
All right, so the Texans are our team. Yeah. They but, also had a quarterback uh, who got in a lot of trouble uh, for getting real handsy with some masseuses. So everybody that's listening to the sound of my voice, we're all Texans fans now. So you're going to all retweet when I say, go Texans on Sunday. Mike, you're going to r- tell me when the Texans game is, right? Yeah. You're going to text me and remind me to tweet this. And I'm going to tweet, hashtag go goon squad. And everyone's going to retweet that and talk about how cool the goon squad is. Yeah. That's your idea. That's my idea. It's just the goon squad is going to take over the Houston Texans Twitter feed. And the, the Houston Texans are going to take on the identity of the goon squad this year. Mm. And that's how they're going to be good. And they're going to be the goon squad. And we're going to give them some fucking goodness. Yeah. And then it's going to amp them. It's going to bring them the victory. Them, that, and Jesus. Exactly. I'm into it. I'm, I'm into te- it. I think this will work. I think if we get Dude, they're definitely going to win people. the gold medal in football this year. I mean. This is our Olympics break. So I assume <laughs> this is th- that they've uh, put American football into the Olympics. But no one else knows how to play it. So they just are having the NFL season at the end. They'll award a medal. You know what? This might actually be. I didn't think about that. Maybe the Olympics aren't over. <laughs> Maybe this is the last event of the Olympics. I didn't think about mm. that. The Olympics could go until the Super Bowl. The Olympics could go, yeah. I mean, who knows when the Olympics will end? And by then, the Winter Olympics will have started. It's crazy. Mm. All right, moving on. Mike, Joe Biden recently made a decree. I don't, I don't want to call it a law because he just decreed that uh, all companies with over 100 employees have to re- mandate that their employees get vaccinated or I think they can get tested for COVID once a week. But they're not really saying that part. They're just saying, and they're using, you know that they're using OSHA. OSHA is the safety um, overseer for like union jobs and stuff like this. Make sure there's no hazards in factories, things like this. So now the hazard is people that are not vaccinated. Okay. Uh, a lot of people think this is a huge overreach. I think it's a huge overreach. Um, whatever you think about the vaccination, I don't like the idea of the president using this power to say that human beings are hazards for not taking a product which seems to not really have the most efficacy, if you're being honest. Um, Now, here's the thing. I feel like this is going to create a couple of things. One, a bunch of employees with 100 people are going to lay off one person. That's totally going to happen. Now, those people will be able to get unemployment because they're getting fired. But a lot of people are going to want to quit because they're not going to want to get vaccinated, right? Because people are threatening, around the country, people are threatening to quit jobs if they're forced to get vaccinated. Okay. Now, you cannot get unemployment uh, for quitting a job. Now, in the beginning of COVID, when they didn't have a vaccine, you could just quit your job and say you were scared of COVID and they would give you unemployment. Mm. So now, Mike, what we need, I, uh, I, so now we must have listeners that aren't vaccinated who are willing to quit their job. To not have to get vaccinated. Now, I would say we were we are both vaccinated, so this doesn't apply to us. But Mike, um, <clears throat> we need to help these people get fired. Now, the only person I know that is so incompetent they can't keep track of one drop is Mike Harrington. Now, Mike, do you have any tips for the people who need to quickly get fired from their jobs? So that they can get unemployment. Hmm. You know, people have been working throughout the pandemic. Grocery workers. 
they say they say up there's a chance up to forty percent of MTA employees are not vaccinated. Um, oh, that's easy. Let's crash a train. How do, it's on tracks, Mike. How do you crash a train? Just fucking make them go into each other. You're saying make them go into each other? Yeah, whatever. Oh, just don't stop the train when another yeah. train's in front of you. Hmm. I mean, look, crashing a train might kill you, Mike. Oh no, not not one you're on. What do you, do you think? MTA employees are all Magneto. What, what do you no, think is gonna happen? They're in like a, they're in like a room somewhere, like a fucking air traffic control. Just pushing buttons. You think they're just like a dude in like a fucking motorman's cap, <laughs> in his train room? Yeah. You think that's how the MTA works? Yeah. And I'm thinking that's the guy who clearly wants to get out of this fucking hell job. Just crash some trains. Just crash some trains. I, I actually like that idea. I think that's a great idea. That's a great way to get fired for incompetence. I think they might deny your unemployment claim, Mike. Why? Like, like. So, what are some things that have gotten you've been fired from here? Yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Uh, you're threatened to be fired regularly at the comedy club. Constantly. Constantly. Okay. So, what are some things? Okay. That makes your employers. Well, if you want to get fired from a comedy club, mm-hmm. okay, uh, fail to book Colin Quinn. For like six straight months. Colin, if you're listening, which I know you are. Uh, Seven billion people. You kind of have to. He think. listens every week. He, he texts me about it. Uh, if you're listening, just, just just drop in once. Come do one spot. I'll pay for your Uber. It's fine. You know how awesome that would be? Oh, yeah. Goon Squad. Text Colin Quinn. Yeah, Goon Squad. <laughs> Everybody text Colin Quinn and tell him to go to Brooklyn Comedy Club so Mike doesn't get fired. What is another way? So you almost got fired here for sleeping in the backyard. No. And people like sleeping, so I think sleeping at the job will get you fired for a comp. Sleep on an assembly line if you work at a factory. There you go. Uh, that I... also sounds hilarious, like a Daffy Duck cartoon or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, you just fucking keep going down the conveyor belt, yeah. getting different attachments added to you. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd hell yeah. Come out of it looking like a Transformer. If you work at Amazon, everybody'd be like, oh my God, he's a box. A box. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's fun to laugh about, but Amazon employees die like every month working there. Every couple of hours. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it should be pretty easy to get. Just don't pee in the bottle. Just pee on the floor. If you work for Amazon and you want to get fired, just start peeing on the floor instead of in bottles. They won't fire you for that. You think they won't fire you for no. peeing on the floor? No. That would hurt productivity. It's like, look, as long as you're not taking bathroom breaks, you're not going to get fired. Mm. I think, okay, so sleeping through a meeting. Uh-huh. Uh did that a bunch of times, gotten fired for that. Okay. Um sleeping through shows. Okay. Gotten fired for that. Okay. Um uh losing a fight at Skankfest. Got fired for that once. L- pick a fight with your boss and then have him knock you out. Yeah. yeah. Because if you win, now you have to keep that. You get his job. I think that's how I never had a job really. Highlander rules. But yeah, Highlander. like if you work in a in an office, I imagine that if you punch your boss in the face and he's got a glass jar, you just get his job. That's how you do it, actually. That's that, your right. That's, that's how you get it. CEO status. Just keep, just keep punching your boss up the line. But I get, until you get fired. But I could cash in the money in the bank briefcase on the CEO at any time. No, you got to keep going up the up the line. You got to keep going boss to boss. You go right to the CEO. It's like, how do you get in this office? I don't okay. even know who this guy is. So it's like levels. Yeah. And you just punch your boss in the fucking face and you get his job. I mean, look. But if you lose the fight, you're fired. Eventually, one of these guys is probably going to fuck you up. But at that point, you already hit your goal. You're fired. You get that unemployment check. You're either fired or the CEO of the company. I mean, what do you have to lose? See, here's the thing. I don't know if you can, like, if you work for Chase, you might be fucked. Because how are you going to fuck up Jamie? He's actually made a diamond. 
Okay. You can't you're, fuck him up. You're only in this for the unemployment. So you're getting punched in the face by Jamie Dimon. His fist is made of diamond. Okay. And then you're on unemployment forever. I've seen Fight Club. I know how this works. You're mm. going to get flights, too. That's a, good tro- that's a good point. All right. So that's a good... What's another good way to get fired? Um... Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, like, uh, so if, if you lose work, right, mm-hmm. sort of like the, the crashing the trains thing, mm-hmm. uh, for podcasting, that's definitely losing an episode, so mm-hmm. just lose a couple episodes, or whatever the equivalent is at your job. So, like... Like, you really want to waste people's time. Just, like, so if you're a nurse, just start chugging shots of the urine samples, and now you've lost that, and you can't do a urinalysis on it, just pound some piss, some good old piss shots. Bong, bong, bong. No, I was thinking like you know, just just miss meds for like a whole floor. Oh, like if you're like a, a hospital nurse, yeah, you just don't give anybody their medication for a day and see where it goes. Like in an asylum or something, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty dope. And then what you do is you take all of the inmates to like a a field trip to Home Depot, hmm. and you just go go ahead and I see mean, what happens. I don't think you're gonna have your job at the end of that day. I'm just saying, but you're also but you're filming a pretty cool reality show. At the same time. You're telling me they're not going to use any of this footage for the new Jackass movie. They can't give us dude, three minutes. Dude, they'll totally... That's just, just... Nobody knows... I don't remember what Johnny Knoxville looks like. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know what... Chris Pontius, is he alive? Especially, it's been a while since we've seen these guys. Is Pontius alive? Is he the so. one that died? No, I think it was Ryan, Ryan Dunn. Dunn. Did any of the other ones die? No. <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't remember what Ryan Dunn looked like. I only know that we managed... We. I know what Steve-O looks like. Oh, Only because yeah. he has that tattoo of himself. Yeah, that's true. But I don't remember what any of those guys look like. So, yeah, you could just bring a bunch of inmates into a Home Depot off their meds and just call it Jackass 4. That'll actually get made. They all look like Bam Margera does now, right? Because he, he's the only one I know what it looks like because he shows up on TV looking like a crackhead every couple weeks. Good point. All right, do you have any other great tips on how to get fired? I think that's it for right now. Okay. Okay. I think, dude, if you do all those things and you still have a job, please, write in. If you fight all your bosses and then lose a fight to one of your bosses and you still have a job, yeah, dude, I'll interview you for the show. Come on. I'll pay you $504, though, so you can't claim unemployment that week. Hmm. But whatever. Moving on. All right, something we got to talk about real quick. This is just a fucking hilarious thing. To me, um, <clears throat> did you see the Donald Trump commentary of the Evander Holyfield Vitor Belfort fight? Didn't catch any of the Trump commentary. Did you, you, did you watch the fights? <coughs> oh, yeah. First of all, I think we have now learned that we cannot continue to do this. How old is Vitor Belfort? 46. But he fought a 58-year-old man. Oh, yeah. And it looked, it was, so they were clearly trying to set up Holyfield Tyson Three, yeah. Yeah. Um, which now I can't imagine is happening. Because if you didn't watch it, Evander Holyfield got the shit kicked out of him by a 10-year younger man who was clearly juicing. Oh, yeah. Holy uh, Belfort? Yeah, he looked a little juicy. Oh, yeah. He was juiced to the fucking gills. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there was a... Here, what is it? Pre, post... Um, pre, during... Post USADA Belfort. There's like a great image that shows exactly what happened to this man. Yeah, because I was like, that doesn't even look like Vitor Belfort. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like this is 
Like, this was him on the juice. This was him off the juice. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? This guy is a fucking, he's a juice monster. Yeah, he's good at juicing. Uh, so he beat up an old man. Yeah. And uh, I think that might be, between that and the Silva versus Tito Ortiz fights. That was incredible. M- might be the end of Triller. I you- mean, no, honestly, Triller has fucking, Triller has Anderson Silva, who is now a, the, I want to watch him box more than anybody on the planet. Sure. The only thing I don't like about the Triller broadcast is that it was all exhibitions, so none of that goes on anybody's pro record, which is insane. And some of it might have been fake. I wouldn't be shocked if Tito Ortiz took a dive. All right, stop that. That's asinine. Stop that. Why is that asinine? Stop that. You don't think so? No, yeah. I thought Ben Askren took a dive. All right, I'm, I'm done with this. What do you mean? Somebody showed me the thing where it looked exactly like the thing where Mickey Rourke had that guy take a dive. Did you not see that weird conspiracy on the internet? All right, Chris. This is, we have like six minutes left in the show. What are you doing on fucking Ben Askren? These guys aren't taking dives. This is how fighting works. I don't know, man. I think you're taking, I think it's fake. I think the whole thing's fake. (sighs) I think it's the WWF all over again. It's fake. Okay. But anyway, you're, you're, you're furious at me right now for this. I just, I don't know why people who've dedicated their entire lives to fucking martial arts would throw their legacy away for a couple hundred grand. Like, you know, like peanuts paychecks compared to what they made at their height in the fucking UFC. How much did Evander Holyfield get paid? For that fight? Yeah. $3 million? If. Oh, maybe less? Probably. Hmm. Yeah, he's got to be worth a couple hundred mil, huh? Holyfield? Yeah. He was, and I think he went broke. They all do. All right. But the thing that was hilarious about this was Donald Trump did the alternate commentary. Mm-hmm. President Trump did the alternate commentary for Triller. Uh, and he doesn't know anything about boxing. But because he's hosted so many boxing events, uh, he seems to think he knows a lot about boxing. Just a little bit. But he just says things like, you know, Evander Holyfield is a once-in-a-generation boxer. He, he just says, like, tropes over and over again about, yeah, these are the toughest guys in the world. Nothing is ever said. Like, not once did he say anything even kind of insightful. Just very much apologize. And then Jorge Masvidal just dropped in to hang out. He's chilling. And he was just like, did you ever see Jorge has the record for the... You could tell he doesn't know, because Masvidal has lost the next two fights, right? Yeah. Okay, you could tell Trump does not know that, because they don't tell him things that might upset him. They don't. They never told him that Jorge Masvidal lost the fight after he knocked out Ben Askren with the knee, right? Mm-hmm. They literally just go, just so you know, uh, Jorge beat the crap out of that guy. And he's, he's doing the thing where you're going, yeah, they were saying he was the future of the sport. And then Jorge knocked him out in six seconds. Oh, I mean, none of that's true. It was less than six seconds. And Well, no, I mean, it was six seconds, but he was not considered the future of the sport. He was Ben Askren. He was on, yeah. like, the wrong side of his prime. Yeah, I, I know. But that, this is what I'm saying is that, like, it was you can, he, you can tell it was just stuff he heard on, like, sports talk radio in the limo on the way to do some presidenting over the last four years. Fair you enough. You know what I mean? It was, but it was, it was, it was, so the commentary team was, like, there was some guy I didn't know, and then it was, like, Donald Trump Jr., Donald Trump just talking about how much he loves Florida because of how, how much they came out from him. And then for some reason, crime faces. 
The guy who runs the Crime Faces Instagram page. What? Was the, was the fourth man in the booth. And then Masvidal stopped in and did a guest. And just did, yeah, he just dropped in and was just like, yeah, you know, it was just in the neighborhood. And he was just on there. And they were like, yeah, you know, Jorge didn't even know. He's not even getting, being paid to be here. He just heard we were here and wanted to come hang, so we brought him in. I mean, that kind of rules. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes him kind of the man to be like, that's something he can get a lot of money for. Um, but the 10 bell salute for 9-11 might have been the funniest fucking thing. We watched just that, and then we'll watch. You told me there's a bunch of videos of what was happening in the crowd. Yeah, uh, hold on. Give me one second. Um, so here's the video. This is the 10 bell salute at the before the main event of the Triller fight. On 9-11, this is happening. They're doing a 10 bell salute in honor of the 20th anniversary of 9-11. The police, firemen, firefighters, EMTs, and civilians who risked their lives and in many cases made the ultimate sacrifice. Now, in the tradition of the sport of boxing, we will honor the memory of all those who lost their lives on that horrible day in American history. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain silent as we toll a memorial count of 10. Now, the president, the former president of the United States, really keeping it together for this. No one on the screen is, there's just these firefighters that are just like, God damn it. Why do we have to live in Florida? You know, Donald Trump Jr. is just like, God damn it. Oh. Trump's just like, don't acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it. How great would it be if he just turned around and was like, shut the fuck up, lady. That would have been presidential. Not going to lie. This, him being dignified right there is the most presidential I've ever seen him. Also, how funny is it? This is happening. There's just a ring girl bringing a solitary flag. <laughs> what a ring. Like, how, like, how did they not think this wasn't going to go well? Yeah, it's a little, it's a bit much. It's a freak fight boxing match on 9-11 in Florida. Run by the Paul brothers. It's not anymore. They're out they of the oh. They don't own a piece of the company? No. Was that it? That's it. I just thought it was so fucking funny to see the fucking former president's face, no cell, a lady getting thrown out. Clearly. Because what does she say in the media? She goes, feel that, fuckers. I think so. Here, I have a video. Does she not know how a moment of silence... I guess the state of Florida does not know how a moment of silence works. No, they don't play those games. Here, I have the alternate angle of her getting dragged out. Oh, she's getting beat up? Oh, shit. Hold on. I did hear a feel that fucker. Yeah. Also, the guy filming it on his phone is also an asshole. Filming the 10-bell salute? Yeah. Eh, I don't hate it. Dirty fucking rat they were screaming at her? She had an American flag bandana on? Yeah. I think she was just really excited for what she now sees as a holiday. Mm. I mean, everybody used to say the thing about 9-11 where they were just like, when does it become the hot dog holiday? 
Like, when is it? So, like, think about, like, Memorial Day and Veterans Day are both, like, let's grill a hot dog. Yeah, but Pearl Harbor isn't like that. That's true. But I feel like... Um, it is in the middle of winter, though. See if you could find an article that compiles photos of people looking awkward at the 9-11 memorial. Because people don't know how to visit that. Like, pe- So people don't know how to not post on Instagram that they were at a place. And it's just people be don't, not knowing what... To- I saw a photo of a dude in front of the Twin Towers with Legos yesterday. Yeah, like the selfie stick thing, smiling at the footsteps. Obviously, there's Biden yelling. Um, but I saw a thing of a guy who put down some Bionicle heroes. It's an adult man. Said my epic heroes uh, guarding the uh, the footsteps on the anniversary of nine eleven. Like people don't know how to be at a place anymore. Wow! So that woman does not know how to be at a place. I say we're three years out from nine eleven, having off on Mondays and barbecuing one more time after Labor Day. I dig it. Yeah, why not? Moving on. As is a 9-11 story, I want to tell a quick 9-11 story. I want to tell, uh, this is a weird thing, because you got like, to keep it light. So, I don't know if I've said this before, but there was this thing that used to get said right on 9-12. There was a weird thing that happened to me. Were you in, you were in Westchester, right? Yeah. Uh, were you in rehab during 9-11, one of your many rehab stints? No, no, you, no, no, no. you were there? I was in 8th and, and your dad was a cop? Yeah. Was he down here? Uh, he came down, I think, a couple of days. Okay, so I mean, he was doing his he was doing his job. Um, it was a weird day. If you lived here, if you're a New Yorker, weird shit was going on. Uh, I remember the next day, I was walking with some friends, and some my buddy Mo, some guy like grilled my buddy Mo, who's an Egyptian guy, and I almost got into a fucking fist fight with this guy because it was like a weird thing. But people weren't being, people were mostly being collectively good that was the only like weird and then uh there was a sneaker store they got broken into i saw some humvees driving up the block and it terrified me but it turned out just some people broke into a sneaker store on flatbush avenue but here's a weird thing that a lot of people don't know about 9-11 in new york um nobody could figure like you know how you can get a flight to afghanistan now nobody knew that you could do that in 2001 nobody i knew at least and everybody just said you know, we can't go to Afghanistan, but we can go to Boston and beat the shit out of those assholes. Because our plane went down in a field, and their plane hit our fucking buildings. I had so much, as my friend once said, he said, we just get a tour bus, and we go to Boston, and we start beating the shit. He's the first baby carriage you see, you pick the baby up by the ankles and bash the baby's head against the bus. Like you're christening a ship. And it was a good, fun joke that we all had with each other, Mike. A good, fun joke. It was great. You're looking at me like you're horrified. Sounds sounds lovely. It was very funny. We all had fun with it. We would get drunk and say we we're going to go kill everybody from Boston for ruining 9-11. And then um, uh, uh, on 9, uh, in 2002, uh, the first Red Sox versus Yankees game uh, since 9-11, we're at the game yelling at some Red Sox. My buddy goes, that's why you, like, this is an inside joke. And he goes, that's why your whole city's pussy, because your plane hit our buildings and our plane went down the field. And I watched those guys uh, turn pale white and say, come on, dude, we're all Americans. And I took a sweat rag and threw it in their face. That's what America's all about, Mike. Damn, they cucked out that hard. I was protecting my city 
because of 9-11. Like, I had friends who died on 9-11, Mike. Did you really? No, not at all. You see how fucking easy that is? What the fuck is wrong with that dude Steve Ren is easy from the leak? I want to fight that asshole at Skankfest for that shit. How easy was that, Mike? Where did he get to pass for that? I'm kicking his ass. You heard it here first. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Say good.